And if you follow my work and what I teach, and if you read my book, The End Asset, I'm a big fan of using mortgages properly. I know some people in our space um, think that's heresy, but I just, I think if you just look at math and you look at cost of money and you look at risk and you look at control, you should 100% take the FHA and, and here's the difference, save the difference. And don't just save it to save it because Robert Kiyosaki is noted for saying savers are losers. Why? Because in some cases, inflation is outperforming what you're actually earning, but save it in a place to multiply it. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey, everybody. My name is Caleb Williams. And I'm Mariah Wood. And today I made a very bold statement to Mariah before coming on, but it's going to be our best live yet. So um, <laughs> sit back, enjoy. We're going to be talking about x-rays, financial, uh, life insurance loans, which has come up a lot, whole life versus IUL, why you should be saving. We also had a launch with TaxBot yesterday and got uh, over 25% like conversion from a webinar, which is unreal. And that just tell, tells you why and how important our uh, offer was. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but what I want to do is I first want to say today is September 11th. And um, it, this is just a day for our country to, to remember and um, mourn the loss, but also to be thankful for the freedom that we do enjoy. And I don't know if you have any thoughts, if you remember where you were when the when the the towers came down, but it definitely is a somber time. It is. You know, I think the whole world stopped, um, especially our whole world. I was on my way ready for school, but I just remember getting into school and everybody's eyes were turned to the TVs. And and so I do remember and I remember even the aftermath days after just the cleanup. It just it took a while for uh, America it made our hearts again, what we say at Better Wealth, it we did grieve, but we also were very, it was a good wake up call too with the intentionality needed for, for the next day. And it's interesting because I don't, I mean, I think everyone says this with elections, but I, I really think I can make the statement that we've, it feels like we're so divided. Yeah. And, and I think back, back then, and I wasn't, I don't remember everything. I, I do, do remember a little bit, but I, I couldn't tell you, I know, knew where I was, but the, how we came together as a country. Yeah. And so um, uh, there was a picture that I that I saw this morning of a fire truck g driving to it was like that famous picture of the fire truck on the bridge headed towards the buildings as they had, you know, smoke in the buildings and it just and and they they all died. And so we we love the people that have served served our country. We, we love you guys who that protect us and um, keep us safe every day. So thank you for um, the police officers, the firefighters, the people that go to battle for our country, and the the people in in the medical field that help us keep uh, keep us safe. We we really really appreciate you, and um, our freedom is not free. And so I I think that's a a good reminder. Um, I also switching gears. Um, I is there anything else you want to say? That was kind of like a very somber mode to start out. This is still going to be a, a good live. Um, anything else that you want to say there? No, I, I think I just echo what you say. We're very appreciative and um, it's a good day to remember that we are unified as one. Yes. Um, now, Mariah, I know that you have um, a very, very interesting um, parental tip slash update, and it might make a lot more sense why you haven't seen her in the studio a lot. So with that, I'll just let you... <laughs> 
say something. Well, um, we'll see if those in their head are already guessing. But the reason why I haven't been around, um, I actually will call up Caleb and say, Caleb, I don't feel good today. <laughs> and it's and it's not because of COVID. But um, Trevor and I are expecting our fourth baby. And so we are announcing to the Better Wealth World. Caleb's like, what are we going to announce? I said, no, I, I need to wait just a little bit. But I also needed to wait for a day when I could get up and feel okay to come into the studio. So I'm very grateful. First, I want to say thank you to the listeners because I know ahead of time all the congratulations that are going to come. Um, but I also am very grateful for our Better Wealth team who stepped it up, who um, like last minute, I'm like, I just can't come in. Um, they would step up, you know, thanks to Jen, introducing Jen and even you go flying solo that day. I, I think people are like, what is going on? Because I, I made him promise not to say anything and and which is always risky especially when we're live especially when i'm like someone that will just like you know i'm, I'm pretty good at keeping secrets but i also am very like right, it's, well, being live is risky because literally we are live right now and it's like you, you never know what's going to come out right. of my mouth can't take it back once it's out <laughs> right um so um we're very we're very fortunate um we're excited it is uh you know, for all those people out there who um, know what it's like being pregnant, having morning sickness and trying to work, um, it's it's a very interesting journey, but I'm very grateful for my team and we are very excited. I think um, I we are kind of looking for a March due date, but um, with just stuff that goes on with us, it's going to be February. So somebody was we're wondering if it was gonna be on your birthday. Hey, maybe that would be <laughs> that would be super early, though. February 15th. It would, it, it would probably be. um early, but they're okay. thinking three weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's very, very exciting. And it just goes back to, we are excited to have a internal baby in the family. Everyone that's a part of our community is part of the Better Wealth family. Um, and obviously you play a huge, huge role. And so congratulations. Um, be, be well, stay safe. And, yeah, and uh, thank you, Firestorm and <laughs> Chaos for congratulating me live. Thanks for watching. It's fun. Thanks. Uh, okay, so that's that's big. Um, any any tips as it relates to healthy pregnancy? You know, um, no. You know, everybody always wonders what your cravings are and things. Yeah. I think you just some days. Some women don't have this. I've had it with all four of my pregnancies where I have just been super sick. You just do what you can. You know, yeah. we, I was just listening to a nutritional podcast and he was talking about morning sickness. Funny that it was a guy talking about morning sickness and he gave all the remedy. And then finally at the end, he said, but if a cheeseburger, which isn't the healthiest yeah. is what helps, then yeah. go get a cheeseburger, you know? Yeah. So it's, you just do what you got to do. I guess the parental point is give yourself grace and because you'll, you'll, it'll be good. And I'm, I try to pride myself on tying everything back to what we do at Better Wealth. And I do also think that goes back to the, the, the situation um, trumps the rule when it comes to just life. Like we could talk about this product versus this product and we could talk about this strategy and the mindset. But, but the problem is, is you need to really have like your situation comes first. And so I think that's a, that's a good lead in. Um, I also want you guys to know, and this is kind of an update with everybody that's following our journey. Um, two things, actually, I'm getting shot by another vlogger. Um, we're going to be starting to document the journey. So stay tuned to that because I know a lot of people are very curious, like, hey, what's the behind the scenes? Like, what are your routines? What kind of conversations do you have? And my day is crazy every single day, every single day. Like, it, it's, it's nuts. And so we're going to start documenting some of that, mainly because we're on a mission to have a tremendous impact. And how amazing would it have been to actually document? No agenda, but document some of these amazing businesses that have gone from nothing to to something. And I'm not saying that that's going to be us, but I'm saying we're going to document the successes and failures. 
of what we're all about. The other thing is we had a launch with TaxBot and TaxBot is, is a company, an app company that um, is partnered with us and they love what we do at Better Wealth. They love the and asset. They love um, helping people be more in control of their money. They love helping people be more efficient. And so when they heard what we were all about at Better Wealth, they're like, Caleb, we have to um, work with you guys. And and as people are saving money on taxes, they got to put that somewhere. And so Better Wealth was just a really natural way to work with a lot of their audience, which is entrepreneurs, which which is crazy. If you're in the marketing world, uh, we did a webinar and we had people register for it and we had um, a lot of people join. And we, I thought it was going to convert well because essentially we were going to, we we're going to be sharing a x-ray call, which I'm going to actually dive into a little bit later, like a no brainer, like this call will change your life because we get super clear on where you're at. We show you your financial model. And then we go into efficiency hacks. We go into different strategies. We go into making sure that everything's protected. We, you leave with a checklist of things that you need to do. And then we include, I shot a, a, a course for them on the and asset. The and asset handbook was included. We have a debt course that I shot. We have um, sheets. We tax bot did a special tax training. They provided a book. I gave my book. And so we just gave this crazy, crazy offer. And, um, and, and if you're watching and you're like, Hey, I want to learn more email us and just in a subject line, say x-ray and we will pass on the information and we'll give you the exact same offer. We gave tax bots um, group because we're we're getting I mean we we do a lot of these x-ray calls but this was kind of the first launch outside of our business and it was a ma a massive success we had over 25 percent conversion which which by the way that's all the people that signed up for the webinar 25 percent took action at the end which I don't need I mean we had, we still yet to see the stats on how many people stayed around but that those numbers are ridiculous and it just it just like I'm humbled but we are like crazy busy now because we're seeing people come in and so all hands are in deck on the better wealth house and i'm even um i don't do a ton of calls but i'm i'm taking a couple calls today and um and th this next week because we're just super excited to over over serve this community and so um yeah very very pumped about that um also i know we had a couple questions so if we can dive into some of the questions um and then what i want to do is i want to go through some highlights and then I want to actually dive into the x-ray call and kind of go back and forth, you being kind of the person. And so we can kind of share with people live what some of our x-ray calls look like. Awesome. Okay. Um, well, we, we have had several questions. So again, we always are very appreciative. It lets us know where you're at, lets us know what you want to learn. It lets us know um, how we can best serve our community. So one of the questions um, that we had coming up is, why don't I just buy a house with FHA? That way, I'm paying for principal and interest at three percent, while inflation is currently at six and or eight to eight percent. Yeah, so good, good question. And and this was, I think, this is on one of my videos that has just under six hundred and ninety nine views, and it's, it says the truth about infinite banking, cash flow banking, um, and bake on yourself. And essentially, it's like, okay, why would I do this? And and like, because a lot of people talk about that infinite banking being a better way to buy your house. Like, why would I do that when I could get such cheap money? And I think, I think this person's assumption was that I'm anti-banks and pro, like put your money into life insurance and use the life insurance to pay off. And if you follow my work and what I teach, and if you re read my book, The End Asset, I'm a big fan of using mortgages properly. I know some people in our space um, think that's heresy, but I just, I think if you just look at math, you look at cost of money and you look at risk and you look at control, you should 100% take 
the FHA, and and here's the difference. Save the difference. And don't just save it to save it, because Robert Kiyosaki is noted for saying savers are losers. Why? Because in some cases, inflation is outperforming what you're actually earning, but save it in a place to multiply it. And and there's another question, I think, on savings. And if we can just go into that, because that, that goes into the next question. But I just also just want to say, like, if you can get cheap money, if you're already going to buy that house, if you're already going to buy that car, if you're already going to buy, by the way, I have a, a video coming out on how, how I'm planning on buying a future airplane. If you're already going to purchase something and you made that decision, the next, the next um, decision you need to make is what's the most efficient way to do that. And I'm telling you, if you can get a 3% FHA loan and you can put money and have that be productive and be more in control and, and do other things in the future, you should do that. And I could mathematically show you that that you're in better shape emotionally. I think you should be in better shape. And so great, great point. I'm agreeing with you and I'm just potentially echoing the exact same thing that you're saying. Right. And I think um, if if that is your question, if you like that question, um, get onto our podcast and subscribe um, because you have an upcoming podcast that's going to launch soon that actually walks through that process too. Yep. So, all right. The next question about saving and moving into it is why should I save money when they're, when they're adding 10% to the money supply this year? Yeah. Good, good question. Right now is a crazy time. And, and one could say like, well, what's even the point? And here's the point is um, what's the alternative? Not saving money. You're still, you're still at risk of crazy things happening. And so um, I, I had an interview with Taylor Welch back in the day. And he is a big fan of cash equivalents. He's like, you should have cash on hand or cash equivalents. And his whole point is that same point is like, hey, don't have a ton of money just sitting around. What we teach is save money, create an emergency reserve. Emergency reserve is important regardless, because if you can have that foundation covered then you can think more clear, clearly, you can have different opportunities. You don't have to worry if something breaks down. And then in addition to your emergency reserve, you have what's called opportunities. And opportunities could be investing in gold. If, you, if you're really afraid of the money supply, it could be investing in real estate. It could be really invest in value because value is inflation protected. Like no matter what happens to our currency, the people that will be fine are the ones that have invested or spend their time and money creating value in the world. And so save money for a purpose. Don't just save money and sit it. It's, it's kind of like it's the difference between a stagnant pond and a flowing river. I'm in agreement with you. Just saving money to save money is not going to help you out. That's one reason I'm not a huge fan of just locking up your money into uh, just a, a typical retirement plan. Like that's fine. That might be good for you. But if you lo really look over 10, 15, 20, 30 years, I think you're going to be disappointed. And the reason what we teach about the and asset is, is the and component, which is could be potentially um, savings on, on steroids. Right. And so let me ask you this with savings. Because those of us, I mean, it seems like the extra 10% that this person might be already a saver. So he's wondering about that extra 10%. Um, my question then is, for those who are saving just to create emergency fund, we've talked about this before with opportunity costs, though. Our emergency fund shouldn't be thought of mentally as yeah. an opportunity cost, right? So even, you know, for us to additionally save on to something for um an opportunity cost is a good goal and something to do so that we have that opportunity cost and we're not diving into our um, emergency fund review. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's why I'm a huge fan of the end asset is your your money can bet work. Like if you put your money, if you put twenty, thirty thousand dollars in a savings account that has zero interest, yeah, over time that's going to be there's going to be a cost to that. Now I would say the having savings 
on hand out for would be that result would be much better than earning one or two percent. But with the and asset, we can accomplish both. We can get that long-term growth rate and have a place to control your money. And I would say efficiency-wise, um, that's the best. And and the only caveat is as long as you have access to some credit line or something that if you need money tomorrow, that's obviously life insurance is not going to like give you that money tomorrow. We we say to our clients five days or so. Um, just you know, can it happen sooner? Yes, but. Um, if you needed cash immediately, you definitely want, there is something to say to have some cash on hand or um, having a bank account where you could go in and get it that day. Awesome. All right. I think with more questions, I think we're, we hit all the questions. Yeah. That we really wanted to I want to, I want to touch real quickly on whole life versus IUL there. I mean, I got, I had a video that it's unlisted right now, mainly because I made some bold statements and, and people like the insurance pro blog someone sent it to them and they really nitpicked my my words. And, and the, the whole point that I was making is IUL can be very, very dangerous. And people are like, you know, over pitching it to be like this amazing investment. And on paper, it looks incredible, but there's so many levers that can happen. I don't think that's, I don't actually think that's controversial. I think everyone would agree that there's more levers that can be pulled. And, and so um, the reason I bring that up is someone mentioned someone that has like the strategy of essentially putting money into an IUL, which is an index universal life policy, and then borrowing against that policy and funding more life insurance. And they, they showed like, if you use the index and then you, the arbitrage, and then you're saving more and, and on paper, on paper, it looks incredible. And I just, I can't help but to say, man, if something happens to an insurance company, if a lever's changed, if it underperforms, we're, you're taking something that could look so amazing and could turn on, on a heartbeat. And so I'm going to have more videos on IUL. Um, I definitely want to be as accurate as possible, but a lot of people are asking. And I'm just to be fully frank, I'm being very careful with my words. And I got called out and I'm grateful for that. But I also like when I look at what other people's videos are saying, like it's crazy what they're saying. They're calling life insurance an investment, which it shouldn't be. They're hinting that it's practically guaranteed and there's no downside, which is crazy crazy to me because when you're when you're dealing with IULs you are potentially playing with fire and if you're not funding it properly if you don't know what you're doing you're you could have a scenario and I've seen this firsthand you could have a scenario where you don't have any money like you're you're nearing retirement and that you don't you don't just have the income that you thought you have no policy because because of um, of the policy potentially imploding or things changing and so just just know that like it's it's nothing's bad. A 401k is not bad. IUL is not bad. Whole life's not bad. It's just how you use it. And I've just seen, I've seen people go down a road with a, with a pitch that sounds good, but it's, but it doesn't turn out. And, and here's what I'll say with, with whole life, we're not selling that as the end all be all solution. It's the foundational asset. And if you're going to have a foundational asset, make sure that you're not, you're not messing with fire. And so that's my, that's my two cents about IUL. There will be more to come. And then there's, then there's a lot of questions about how loans work, right? A lot of questions. And I'm going to be making videos about a, addressing how life insurance loans work. And it's, it's very, it's very simple actually. And it's essentially a lot of people like to, you know, over, um, over promise things like, okay, if you take loans, like this is where you can make money at the end of the day, you have to, you have to, the cost of capital is something. So, so for instance, if the cost of capital is like 5%, it's costing you 5% to borrow money. If you can borrow money at a cheaper rate, you are actually in a better position potentially 
taking from another institution. Now, it's not that simple because you have to also have to look at the terms. If it costs you 5%, then whatever activity you do at that 5% matters. Whether if you're buying a car, you're going on vacation, if you're paying off debt, make sure that those activities personally outweigh the cost of capital that it's earning you. If you're investing in real estate or business, like obviously there's there's benefits of of like if you're investing in real estate and you're getting a better rate of return, now you're using leverage, getting a a return here, and your policy's always at work. And um, I just I just did an interview with Wade Fowle, who's like one of the top retirement distribution experts and has done a ton of research, has written multiple books. And we just talked solely about how life insurance works in retirement because that's another question that we're getting. And uh, I'm telling you, if people understood that it is literally the key that unlocks so many things, it it just gets really, really good. So I don't know if you have any questions about that. How would you explain life insurance loans, or if you have, do you have any questions on that? You know, it's it's hard for me to conceptualize because right now, like with with Trevor and I, we're just trying to build towards that. Yep. And um, but you know, it's always, I think it's the mindset because. Um, and this is just a very raw, very, you know, most people out there are getting credit cards and loans in order to do fun things because they can't usually pay for those things, yeah. you know, so you're seeing it more as like yeah. extra cash, but it's really neat to see you say, you know, you still need to, to weigh that out. The more I listen to the podcast, the more I see those things, you know, the risk yeah. really analyzing your risk is neat. Um, because I think so, right off the top of your head, when people think loans they are thinking, what are the things that I can do? that I don't normally get to do on a regular basis versus, you know, how do I grow? How do I allow this to be a legacy? How do, um, with every single decision I make, I think, you know, you talked about it with the Helima boys. Um, they did a good thing where you, where you're just talking about opportunity cost, but then also like, what is the cost of everything we buy always, you know? So what yeah. is the cost of everything we, we do when we take out a loan or every time we go in, yep. you know, what is that risk? So the more and more I think about that, my brain isn't, you know, first thinking, oh, there's a loan. What can I do? What vacation can I go on? What yep. can I do? But it's more of a, how, how is this going to, what we like to say um, in our meetings, how is this pushing the needle or moving the needle forward for my family and our future goals, that yep. clarity that we have for our family? I know someone asked a question. I'm going to, I'm going to highlight a couple inner um, videos quick that have been a big hit uh, on our podcast. Uh, YouTube is, YouTube is definitely just plugging along. It's definitely not hit like our podcast has. We have hundreds of people that listen every day, which is super humbling. And then adding YouTube is also good. So I will I'll, I will say the latest video, it says, um, you are a sucker for doing this with your money. It's very like, I know back in the day, my parents would not appreciate that word. Um, but it's just, it's kind of funny. It's like that banks are making money on our money. And um, I sat down with Dom, one of our wealth coaches, and we just talked about that. He did a fun little video for LinkedIn that went semi-viral. And so we we ha we had a conversation about that. I also sat down with um, Sean, Ka it was Caligi, which has been one of the most. It was one of the most inspirational times. Um, he is legally blind. He's accomplished so much, and I and I actually said this in a message to him the other day. I, I said, like, part of what makes you so wise and like so I would say stoic is like because you are blind. It's probably made you focus on the wildly important, and it just was. He just it's super, super evident how he's so in tuned and it was one of my favorite interviews. And so um, make sure to go listen to that if you really want to have some inspiration. Like it's just a really, really good example of someone who's living their life well. I also had a video or video slash podcast that got a lot of views, especially on our podcast. Uh, it's called Your Financial Junk Drawer with, with Dan. We find that as we do 
um, more and more calls, we're just finding that people have a junk drawer. Like, and it, what that means is they have this mutual fund and this thing. I met with someone the other day that has literally like seven accounts and it's just all over the place. And it's like, and it just goes back to like, this is an example of a, a junk drawer. Um, obviously, Jen has is um, uh, had a great welcoming message as she's as she's coming on the team. Um, and and so and then I also have a video that has uh, about 700 views right now on infinite banking, cash flow banking. It just it's just I'm seeing a lot of videos out there, uh, a lot of them not done very well. And so I just want to at least have some content on that. And then our funny money series is done. Yeah. So we got uh, got some good exposure there. So overall, um, we also have received a lot of feedback on the and asset handbook. And so I appreciate that we're making changes. And I'm excited to really get that out to publish and help more and more people open their eyes to to that. So I know we have a live question, um, but I want to just highlight some of the good episodes. And then also the terrifying American money stats. I had a couple of people say that they're going to use some of those stats in in their classroom. Mm -hmm. And um, oh, shout out to Chris. <laughs> Thank you for watching, bro. Um, also did a lot of videos with him. He has a channel called Life 180 and it's just awesome. Uh, I should be wearing my shirt. Um, we, a couple couple people on our team wear your shirts because they're super comfortable. Um, but definitely check out his work. Um, the last last video I'll highlight is um, that where is that ego? Yeah, um, you're broken because of your ego. Yeah, that that video on YouTube it only has 50 views. On our podcast, it's gotten a lot, and I just think people are sharing it. And it's essentially like money has so much more to do up here, ladies and gentlemen. How you think? And I, I've just seen a lot of people get like their ego has gotten in the way of just them getting results. Right. And I, and I think, um, go back and listen. Um, we'll definitely make sure in the show notes later that we'll add that episode for you to easily access that. But we, I loved what I loved the quote that Dan brought in for that. And, yep. um, I'm not going to spoil it because I'm just going to say, go listen, because it definitely, I, I had to hear it like six times not for it to sink in but because it was more like looking in the mirror yep so yep. it was a it was very yeah it was a great one love that all right so you want to go to the live question yes all right so here is our live question we have uh, should i look at the divided life insurance as a savings account or an investment my friend keeps comparing it to a mutual funds and says that it's a bad investment yes so so should i look at dividend paying life insurance um, so good question. I would go, I would go to my video um, where I talk about buy term insurance and invest the difference. That was four days ago. And here's the big, big difference. I love that question. Life insurance is not an investment. Life insurance is not an investment. Life insurance cannot solely be compared to a mutual fund. And here's why. If we're comparing it to a mutual fund, then we literally have to say, the assumption I'm making with the mutual fund is I'm putting it in the mutual fund and I'm, I'm assuming that I'm just going to wait till I take that money out. So a couple things that we need to look at. Number one, how is that mutual fund being taxed? Number two, what are the fee structures to that mutual fund? Number three, how much control do I have? Number four, um, how, how is the actual growth rate going to be? And then the big thing, and this is what I talked about with Wade Fall, is how are you going to get that money out? It's it's crazy. The mutual funds, awesome. All, they they tote all these great things, but you're gonna eventually take that dollar out from compounding. So I'm just curious with your friend who's in 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 the mutual funds. That's totally fine. But it's like, what is the end goal? 
And we we like to think, okay, if the market averages six, seven percent, we can take out six or seven percent. What Dr. Wade Fowle says is that's absolutely wrong. Four percent rule is being right now with this crazy environment is a little too aggressive, meaning that you can't even take out four percent of your portfolio because uh, there's a good chance that you could run out of money in 30 years. So the point that I'm making is we not only just have to look at the growth rate of the mutual fund, but we also have to look at what results are we getting on the back end of that. Um, and so mutual funds is like, I, I you have to look at m money as a more of a multidimensional than a one-dimensional. What in my, in my video, when I talk about buy term and invest the difference, I'm comparing life insurance to an investment, but then I also make a statement, what's the value of having an and component? Because yeah, Life insurance, when you add in fees, taxes, all that, all that jazz over a long period of time, we're looking at six, seven, maybe eight percent. And I think for most mutual funds, like that could potentially outperform. But I think that's the wrong, that's the wrong point of view because you could also find another investment that could way outperform eight percent. But investments don't usually give you the ability or don't give you the contractual guarantee to be able to borrow against your money and continue to let your money grow. That's the key. And so the and is a different conversation because um, you could potentially do both. And I don't, I would never recommend someone borrow against their life insurance to invest in a mutual fund. I think that, I think that could end poorly, um, but that would be my two cents on that. Let me know if that makes sense. That's a great question. And, and just may, maybe we should make a YouTube video directly on that. Cause I think that's a, that's a great question that a lot of people ask. I'll put it on your agenda. Awesome. All right. Any other questions? Chris, you can feel free if you're still watching to add add a question or two. I know that you're that you and I have made some content, and I know that we've been poking some bears um, and got got some engagement. Uh, that that's that's uh, understatement. Okay, so what I want to do is I want to talk about the X-ray call because essentially, oh, what did he say? Oh, let's see. He said our video on using whole life to invest in okay. real estate is dropping, dropping today. today. So 2 p.m. Check out Life 180. Um, <laughs> we we did this video. It's actually a super, super good video. And it's on using whole life to buy real estate. Chris, being the nerd that he is, got the Excel spreadsheet out and um, and really like we analyzed it. And so for all the people that really want to know all the numbers, check out that video. Um, yeah, that's that was really good. He also said something else. He said to the point that you just said. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Um, I will say I have not gotten the hater comments yet on my channel. Um, Chris deals with a lot of um, people, <laughs> a lot of people that want to argue, mainly because he he also likes to he likes to poke the bear as well. So, um, okay. So let's let's go into a financial X-ray, and the financial X-ray is is very very important because. It's that, it's that clarity piece. It's that it's the the epiphany that I had is I we were going to the chiropractor the other day, and I got an X-ray of my back, and I saw firsthand. I didn't have to be convinced of anything. I saw firsthand what my back was like, and I was just showed what it should be and where I'm at. And there was no convincing. I I literally walked into the office and I told Dan I don't want to do this, and we're not signing up. And without any convincing, I was like, I, I do need to put my money in something that can help me perform better to be healthier because health is so, so important. I say that because I think with money, especially with my book, The End Asset, 
there's been a lot of people that have come and sometimes we can be in a, put in a position to talk about the amazingness of life insurance. But I'm realizing that life insurance is just a tool. It's one of the many tools that we use here. It's something that we talk a lot about because we're definitely people come to us for the strategy. But the, the, the cool thing was like, what, what would happen if we, we took a step back and created a financial x-ray for people and show them exactly what's going on? Absolutely. You know, it's it's interesting when you came to us and said this, because I, I remember almost to the day in the meeting when you were talking about the x-ray call and why you wanted to call it an x-ray um, or use that term, you know, it just a lot of people know that they're in a situation that's not good. Yeah. Um, but sometimes there there isn't that hope that we find until yeah. we can really pinpoint what it is. And I know that the Better Wealth team, our technology team, um, Al and Dan have worked tirelessly on trying to figure out the best way that we can take a really accurate x-ray shot. You know, yeah. you don't, when, when you go into a doctor and your x-ray is not great or you can't see it because there's something obstructing it, you, you still, you don't quite believe it. And so yeah. the x-ray has to be clean. The x-ray has to be concise. It has to show you exactly what it is. And I remember when you said that, cause it was so, um, personal story. Um, I played softball in college, um, had many broken bones, many different injuries, but I remember one time, um, hurting my finger. Um, I had a pitch that hit it. I hurt my finger. I went in, even the doctor didn't think it was broken. Um, they decided to take an x-ray just to make me and my dad feel better to prove that it wasn't broken. And uh, they went in and took a picture and it was pretty gnarly broken. And yeah. then they got it all cleaned up. It, it was really bad. And so the x-ray is also just there to take. Sometimes we may put things um, a little into less perspective, you know, mm -hmm. and minimize it when it actually could be bigger underneath. I guess it's like that. Um iceberg effect too. So x-rays are super important. And I love that you said that because just the feedback from people too yeah. with x-ray calls, you know, they, they it's definitely know. Yeah. It's been incredible. And, and really, so, so we have this partnership with TaxBot, which has been really, really a life-giving thing. And so we just, we just essentially, we were going to just pitch the and asset and say, Hey, if you're an entrepreneur, the and asset is way better than all these accounts. It can give you all these benefits. And as I was, as, as I was just thinking, okay, I don't want to be the company that just sells one thing. Mm -hmm. I, by the way, a lot of people need this, but the more and more that I'm realizing is like, if we're just a company that says this is the solution, and we, by the way, even before we people would come to us and we're like, hey, this isn't for you, this isn't for you, and we'd point them in in a different direction. There's a lot of people that had debt, and so what we did for TaxBot, and the reason I'm telling you this is anyone that's watching that wants wants to learn more, wants to like, I'm gonna honor what we gave TaxBot's audience to, to our listeners that are listening to our daily content. So you can email me or Mariah, Caleb at betterwealth.com, Mariah at betterwealth.com. If you put the subject line X-ray, um, we will, we will literally give you the exact same offer I gave to TaxBot. And so I was like, I shot a debt course. We put together a debt, you know, worksheets. I shot an and asset course, the and asset handbook my physical book, TaxBot has a tax book. TaxBot did a special training. We have a lot of other worksheets. And then the most valuable thing is we're like, we will give every single person that wants an x-ray call an ability to come in. They fill out some information. We got we had such a huge, huge demand that I'm actually filling in today so that we can cover all our calls. And, and, and we just walked them through the framework. Number one, getting super clear on what's important to you. We talk about this being ROR. ROR stands for return on result. 
we can't identify what results you want. What's the point? Number two, we actually look at your your finances and we and we model it on a two line graph. And I, I even had one this morning and it was we put it out there and and we're we want to be a company that tells truth, but also also gives hope. But th that's where it's like it's the x-ray, like me looking at my x-ray of my back. OK, not so great. And then the cool thing is and what what everyone's favorite thing is, is then we then we go back to the cash flow. We go back and look at your assets. We go back and look at your debts. We go back and look at the future. We ask the question, how can we move the needle? How can we be more efficient with your cash flow? How can we be more efficient with your assets? How can we create a strategy to pay off your debt? Should we do debt consolidation? Should we show you a scorecard, a cash flow scorecard where we can increase your cash flow in the future? You know, do you need a special tax strategy? Do you, do you need to apply the, the and asset? Do you need that retirement income strategy? Do you need disability to protect your model? Do you need more life insurance? Like, but it's not just me. Say, it's like we're going off of a model. We're going off of a, 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 a it's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. And I'm um, really, really excited about it. So again, like this is, this is something that we are like, I think with TaxBot, we gave all that stuff for $37. Mm -hmm. And, and the reason I did that is I want to bless TaxBot and their community. And, and we had over 25% of the people that registered, like, came onto the webinar, sign up. And, and so we are, we're happy, but we're also slammed. And we're, and every single person is after the call, we give them a custom report right. of their result that they want, their model, and then a checklist of better efficiencies. And, and it's, it's awesome. It's, um, this is definitely going to be the future of what we're, we're going to be less in the convincing business and more in the the you know solution business which is which is just phenomenal and i think what's really important too that i really like hearing the people calling in you know we partnered with taxbot but taxbot some of them may have known you yeah some of them didn't and yet they're they're out there risking this kind of sometimes scary mo moment to get an x-ray because either you know you get an x-ray to prove that something's not broken or, or bad or you prove that something isn't it needs to be fixed yep. and there's a lot of people calling who are um, have something broken and they know it, you know, but it's really interesting when you go back and listen, I love listening to you and Jeremy yep. to your podcast because you guys constantly talk about accountability and being able to sit down, the importance of being able to sit down with someone who is not emotional, like emotional about the yep. situation. You know, I think people are really finding that the conversations they're having with their friends anymore are just not working. Yeah. You know, the conversations that they're having with other people about money, it, it gets hushed or gets pushed under the rug or other different things happen. And so they are they're ready for an x-ray. Right. They're ready for something to change. And what do you have to lose? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's 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 one way to look at it. And and I also will say there is power in in having someone who's not emotional about your situation, but it's hard to get emotional when you have a framework. Mm -hmm. And so there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing to hide like here's here's where you're at kind of deal. And and the the other thing that I would just encourage people to do is is just ask your question, are your friends, like, would you trade places with them financially? Just, just be, just be super aware with who you're getting advice from. And because I mean, I, I know that sometimes I can be harsh on certain personalities out there teaching, but, but to their audience, they might like, someone might take Dave Ramsey and say, Oh, Dave Ramsey's awful. Cause he's teaching this. Well, if, if your audience is some of the people that we're seeing that has, you know, you know, 15, 20, some debt, credit card debts, maybe, maybe you need to credit up your credit card because you don't have a, you don't have a strategy problem. You have a, 
a spending okay. problem. So it's just like, and, and this, that's one of the things that we try to highlight, like where are people at and, and just give them that, that next step. And we just, we just found, we just found that it's been a really great way for us to serve people. And then, and then obviously if people are like, I love this, I want to work with you guys more. It's a perfect transition to saying, okay, what does that look like? And then there's some people that are like, this has been, I had, I had a lady last night say, this has been one of the most helpful times ever in my life. She's 54 years old talking about money and it's just like before and this is the most helpful yeah and I, I mean i just i'm just humbled by the fact that i got to share that time with her and i also love that i get to do some of these calls because i uh i've been missing missing talking to people so it's been fun so anyways that's the x-ray call if you're if you're curious if you're listening to this on our podcast or if you're watching this after the fact you can uh email me you can email mariah and just in the subject line say x-ray call and we will get you something over. The reason I'm not saying click the link below is I just kind of made that up on the spot. <laughs> I just, I just, I very much as we are documenting the journey, as I just want the people that are watching us to get the best of the best. And so as we continue to build, I'm going to share our successes. I'm going to share our failures. And I'm, I just think there's power in documentation. So stay tuned to a future vlog. I don't, not going to make any promises when that's going to drop, but I do want people to be able to see behind the stage or behind the scenes because when people come over here where they experience what we're all about, we just create super raving fans. And it's just because we're up to some really great things. Yeah, absolutely. Any, any final, any final words, words of advice? No. Are, are we still going to go through their x-ray call? Well, yeah, I mean, we could, yeah. So, so I kind of gave idea. the overview. Yep. So Correct. essentially it's if Mariah and I were doing the x-ray call, I would get super clear on what your result is. Right. So I so here's actually a good point is I was talking to a lady and we were talking and she gave me like this general answer of financial freedom. But then I realized, oh, like your faith is really important to you. Okay. Oh, you, you actually would love to write your testimony. Okay. That's interesting. So we got really clear of like, she gets really fired up about encouraging other people through written word about something deeper. So it's important. It's like, yes, it started with, I want to be able to pay my debts awesome but then it, there's deeper there's something deeper there and I'm, I'm saying if we don't have something deeper what's the point so that's that's number one and then and then the model is just taking your cash flow right because we have to we have to model cash flow if people are not helping you with money from a cash flow ratio model or cash flow perspective what's the point everything in our life works off of cash flow and so you look at cash flow cash flow can either go two places it can either be saved or it, it's gone whether it's taxes, whether it's spent, whatever, it's it's gone forever. And my book talks a lot about when you when you lose a dollar, you don't just lose that dollar, but you lose what the dollar could earn you the rest of your life. On a on a tax on your X-ray call. Yep. I, I know that they're not super exuberantly long in order for them to go through everything. Yep. But what is what is a good picture of what somebody can bring in quickly, especially if they're not in the habit of tr tracking their money, knowing where it's going or what's being saved? What's a good like good example of someone that can come in quickly and give you a picture or a snapshot of that cash flow. Um, well, I can, I can usually spot it cause we, we have them fill out some information. So I usually know going in where, where they're at. And so that's, that's how it goes. But, it, but I can, I can answer that question by if I know how much you're saving, then I can reverse engineer the rest. Cause I know how much you're making. I know how much you're saving. So if you're saving $5,000 and you make a hundred means you're spending 95. Right. On tax, it, it, it's not that you're spending that all on yourself. 
it just goes. But that's definitely important to know. So the the caller or anybody interested should know that we do ask for some information yep. so that we can assess. Properly. Yeah, and that's and that's again we were like, oh, should we should we do that? Yes, if we're gonna actually give you accurate information, we need some information. So we don't do it when our members get a lot more in depth, you know, questionnaire. But we we get enough that we we can diagnose where you're at. Um, and so that's that we we show you the model off the cash flow, and then the efficiency the efficiencies and strategies are different for everybody. And it's it's pretty uh, pretty exciting. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so a couple just a couple final thoughts. Podcast has continued been soaring. We're getting uh, hundreds of views per podcast that we drop, and that's with YouTube, including YouTube. So um, we uh, really really appreciate the listenership. We thank you for all the people that are subscribing that are sharing this. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube and you're not subscribed, it would mean the world to me if you could subscribe to my YouTube channel. I, I know that there's already six people have liked our video um, going live. So we definitely, I'm really, really grateful from the bottom of my heart that people are, are following and helping us share this message. Um, go back, listen to Sean's episode and then listen to a couple other episodes that I had with Jeremy and Dan. I think there's some really good points and um, we just, we want to we want to help you get traction and today and in the future. Because again, going back to our, our core mission as a company, intentional living, intentional living, intentional living. We we want to help you get your money thing figured out so that you can go live that intentional life. So if you don't know that, if you don't know what that means, if you don't know what intentional living looks like for you, figure that out and, and then work with someone on my team or someone that you trust that really you would be willing to trade places financially that can help you get your money thing so that you can do your highest and best. I think that's I think that's a wrap. Thank you guys so much. Take care and have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.